to the Not Your Mother's Health Class podcast. My name is Emma, and I'm your host, certified personal trainer, health and nutrition coach, here to teach you the truth about getting healthy inside and out, head to toe. We work to grow the mind first in order to give the body freedom to follow. Hello, everyone, and happy post-holiday season, or happy whatever day you are listening to this. Welcome back to another episode of Not Your Mother's Health Class Podcast. If you are new here, welcome. My name is Emma. I am a certified personal trainer, health and nutrition coach. I help women build a strong life, body, and mind, and heal their relationship with food, heal their relationship with themselves, their self-confidence, the list goes on. That is what I'm all about. If you have more interest or curious a little bit more about what I do, head over to my Instagram. It's always linked down below or the username is at organically Emma. You can go check it out over there. I have a ton more information on what I do and you can get to know me a little bit more in my day-to-day life. But with that, I wanted to go ahead and start on today's episode and I wanted to talk with you guys all about kind of the process that I go through after I've had an overindulgence and this is usually going to be in the food department. Um, but when I've had a day where I've overindulged, so this can be really any day. Um, but is also really applicable this time of year when we have holidays around, we have holiday parties, we have New Year's parties, we have different things going on where we are out of our normal eating habits, we are most likely overindulging, enjoying a few more treats than we probably would on an average day. And especially for those people who I know a lot of my listeners are that struggle with a little bit of food or eating anxiety, um, this can be a really, really difficult thing. And that kind of day after, if you go into the indulgence, you're like, okay, I'm fine, I'm fine, I can do this. And then the next day, you're a wreck. (laughs) So for lack of a better way to put it. So I know for me, This is something that I struggled with for a really long time where I would finally muster up the courage to let myself indulge, let myself enjoy something, and then I would spend the next week restricting my food intake, over-exercising, trying to burn off all the calories that I ate, and feeling like shit about myself in all honesty. So again, this episode is pertaining to the holiday season. However, this is really applicable any time of year, and these are tools that you can use anytime because let's be real, throughout the year, we are all human, and we cannot be 100% on all the time, and sometimes indulging happens, and honestly, from my perspective, from my standpoint, it is good. It is all positive, as long as you are going into it with the right reasons, which is another episode that I will be doing soon, but I will touch on that a little bit later. So with that, let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. All right, so first things first that I want to talk about is a little bit on that going into the indulgence. So again, I what I so what I just mentioned was kind of about the mindset that you go into the indulgence with. So I'm going to use the example of a Christmas party. Okay, so you are going to your families for a Christmas party and you know there's going to be delicious food. It's your grandma's famous mac and cheese and your aunt's famous pumpkin pie and you know whatever it is that you're looking forward to and I am so so big on the whole fact of like it is only one or maybe two or maybe even a week out of your entire year and it is just not a big deal and it's not something to freak out about because I promise you whatever goals you're working on, if you've been tracking macros, if you've been eating intuitively, if you've been um, following a certain kind of meal plan, anything like that, a couple of days away from that is not going to change or damage any of your progress. So that is the first thing to just go into it with that kind of knowledge. And so this is where, like I said, there is a difference between going into and a little bit of an indulgence because you're going on a thing with, you know, you're going to an event with family. It's an exciting time. You're celebrating something. 
all of that, then it's a positive mindset and there's a positive reason as to why you are doing that. And this is very different than a binge. And that is something, like I said, I'm going to be doing a couple episodes upcoming on kind of the idea of binging and how you can work out of some of those kind of habits. But this is different than being overwhelmed, stressed, upset, and scarfing down, you know, five pizzas. This is a really, really different situation. And so I want that to be very clear that what I'm talking about here applies to both of those situations, but the one that I really want you to be okay with doing, that I want you to be happy with doing, is the one when you're enjoying yourself. And so again, I will be doing some more episodes on emotional eating and all that fun stuff, but for now, I just want you guys to know that if in the upcoming weeks, in the upcoming months, in the upcoming year, You're going to have times where you're going to overindulge. You're going to have times where you're going to be out celebrating. You're going to be going to ice cream with friends and you're going to want to eat something that you maybe wouldn't normally want to eat. And this is my, you know, telling to you, my permission to you to eat it, to enjoy it, to enjoy your time and just make sure that you're going into it with a positive mindset and a mindset of openness and being accepting. And then also knowing that you have these next tools that I'm going to share with you as kind of your fallback. So the first one that I want to talk about post your indulgence is do not restrict your calories or your food intake. So this often, like I said, this is something that I dealt with. This is something that a lot of people do I think is really common. You have a huge dinner. You're celebrating with your family. You're eating so much. The next day, you're like, you know what? I'm just going to not even eat today. I ate so much yesterday. So The way that I want to explain it to you guys from a little bit of a scientific perspective is that the amount of calories that our body burns in a day is measured by day, not in our lifespan, not in a week. So what you eat one day doesn't affect the amount of calories that your body intakes or needs the following day. So example, you are eating 2,000 calories a day. You've been tracking macros. That's what you usually eat. You, you know, go out, you're enjoying whatever. You figure that you wound up eating probably somewhere closer to 2,500 calories for the day. Now, that doesn't mean that the next day your body only needs 1,500 calories because that 2,000 is like your normal base number. This means that the next day your body still needs those 2,000 calories that it needed, you know, two days prior and four days prior and two months prior. And everything like that. So understanding that what your body needs is something that your body needs every single day. And so if you overindulge one day, it doesn't mean that you need to undercompensate the next day and you need to reduce your food intake to quote unquote make up for the extra calories because I swear to you from a scientific level, that is not how our bodies work. So my biggest thing with this is to not overindulge, not um, under, you know, not, don't, restrict your calories within the next couple of days, but also don't feel like you need to stuff your face again. Um, and so this often will look like, I know for me when I'm tracking macros and I'm eating a higher level of calories, I'm usually pretty full throughout the day. So it is going to be really normal after you've had a little bit of an indulging meal. If you had some extra sugar, usually extra oils and fats and you're used to, you might be a little bit bloated. You might be retaining a little bit water of water. So Listen to your body. So if you wake up the next morning and you're still kind of bloated and like kind of blech from the night before, don't force yourself to eat. But if you're hungry the next day, know that it's okay to eat and it's totally fine to do that. And it's honestly probably going to be better for you to start back eating in your normal habits because it's going to get your body back on track and back working the way that it's used to working. So this brings me into the second tip, which is get back on your routine as fast as you can. So if you are away on vacation, you're with family, 
whatever it is you might be doing that you are in a situation where you're not in your normal routine, when you get back from it, get right back into your normal routine. So if this looks like exercise, get right back into your exercise. If this looks like eating a certain way, get right back into eating that way. Again, those couple of days or even a week is not detrimental to your progress, but what is detrimental to your progress is not getting back on track when you can. And what, because what winds up, I can't even talk today, because what winds up happening is you get out of your routine, you get back, and then you're like, you know what, I'll just start back on things next week. And then that next week comes and you're like, you know what, I'll just start next week. And then this is how we wind up getting, you know, three months in and we're like, oh my gosh, like where the heck did all the time go? When did I stop working out? When did I stop eating the way that I want to be eating? All that kind of stuff. So first tip would be that, you know, don't under eat, don't restrict the next couple of days because that's not how our body works. But, and then but also with that second tip is get right back on your routine as soon as you can because your body and yourself will thank you for it. And the longer you go without being in that routine, the harder it is to get back into it. So again, a day is not going to be detrimental. A week's not going to be detrimental. But when you start getting to like two weeks, three weeks, a month, this is when it can start getting really hard to get back into that routine. And not that you're starting from square one, but like your motivation is usually lower, all that kind of fun stuff. So those are my first two tips, which are a little bit more like I guess, mindset, like viewpoint tips. And these last ones are much more practical. So um, my third tip is going to be water. So as I mentioned before, a lot of times when we do overindulge, we're eating more sugar, more salt, more fats, all that kind of stuff. And all of that forces our body to kind of get clogged up a little bit and just hold on to more things. So it's going to hold on to more toxins. It's going to hold on to more water and can make us feel bloated and kind of icky and slow and sluggish. So my biggest tip for that is drink a ton of water. So I usually recommend somewhere around 80 to 90 ounces. I know that sounds like a crazy poop ton of water, but if you can get that much water down in a day, I guarantee within 24 hours you will be feeling like a new person. Our body needs water and I am a huge person that just promotes drinking water all the freaking time Um, and your body will adjust. So I know for me when I first started drinking a lot of water, I was like, oh my God, I'm just like full of water all the time. Your body will totally adjust to it and your body will get used to having that larger water intake and it'll be able to flush it out easier. But for the sake of when you've been overindulging, when you've been enjoying some things that aren't normal to your diet – Having this lot extra hydration, extra water is only going to be a benefit. And if you even want to spruce it up a little bit more, something like adding some lemon juice, adding some apple cider vinegar can also help relieve some of that bloat, can help relieve some of the water holding, and just help you kind of flush things out. But so yeah, that's tip number three is water. Make sure you are hydrating like crazy the next day and just getting yourself right back on track. And then number four is going to be around kind of the food choices that you make. And my biggest tip is to go for greens. So greens help our body to detox. They have so many vitamins and minerals in them. They contain antioxidants, um, all of this amazing stuff that really helps our body to just kind of flush things out, get a little bit detoxed, um, all that kind of fun stuff. So this can look like a green supplement. I have a couple wonderful greens juices that I love um, that are just a powder you mix with water that tastes great and you can chug them down. I'll leave one of my links down below from one of my favorite ones. Um, It's the First Form Opti Greens. I've been using it for a while and it is just absolutely wonderful, tastes delicious. So that's a really easy option. I take it daily, but especially after you've 
um, indulged and you're, again, feeling kind of bloated and blocked up and sluggish, something like a greens is just going to help your body to kind of release everything and it can help us poop. It can help your tummy just feel a little bit better. So, um, but if you don't have access to a greens powder, I would just say go for some whole greens. A lot of times cooked, they're going to be easier than raw. So just, you know, if you're making your morning eggs, throw some kale in with them, throw some spinach. If you're making pasta for dinner, throw some spinach in there. Those greens are going to help your body to just rid itself of whatever it kind of doesn't want to be in there and reset back to kind of that original place that it wanted to be. All right, so that is my tips three and four, water and greens. And then tip number five is going to be move your body. Get some sweat action going. Get your body moving. Again, as I've said so many times, when you're feeling kind of sluggish and bloated and blah, 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 you can literally like feel it. You can picture it in your body. It's like your stomach and your body is just kind of like stuck and it's kind of like slow and not really moving really well. So if you force it to move and especially in a way of doing some cardio, maybe even just going for a walk, it doesn't have to be anything crazy, but getting a lift in, getting a workout in is going to make you feel so much better. And then my bonus tip that kind of tacks onto this is if your gym has a sauna, I would totally recommend going and spending five, 10 minutes in the sauna and just letting your body kind of sweat out some of those toxins. But honestly, movement is really completely like the best tip out of any of these. It is the one that always makes me feel the best. And again, I want to really specify that it, this is not going and working out for the sake of burning off the calories. This is going and moving your body to go get movement in and get your inside body moving as well and kind of getting your heart rate up, get that blood pumping and moving. Um, So I want to make sure that that's a really clear distinction. And if you are feeling like you would only want to go work out to burn off the calories, then go for a walk. Like don't go to the gym. Don't put that pressure on yourself to go burn off those calories because as I said, it's kind of just irrelevant. Like your body will honestly poop out those extra calories. It's not a big deal. Um, When you eat them once in a while, your metabolism is smart enough that it's able to work with a couple extra calories. And it's not like you're eating, you know, 5,000 extra calories than you normally would be. It's usually going to be within a couple hundred calories of what you would normally eat when you're indulging. And your body can handle it. Your body really, really can. So But anyway, movement is going to be super, super important and it just makes your body feel so good and it'll make you feel like you're back to yourself and it also ties right back in with that getting back into your routine and just feeling good about yourself again um, and getting right back into what you know you can do. And even if you're on vacation, like I said, this can look like just going on a walk, going for a bike ride, going on a hike, whatever it is to you. So those are my little tips for getting back on track. So I will go ahead and go over them one more time. The first one is after you've indulged, don't feel guilty about it. Don't feel like you have to restrict your food or exercise the next day just to burn off those calories or to make up for the calories that you ate. You will be fine. Number two is getting back into your routine as quickly as possible, whatever that looks like for you. That's your morning routine, working out, eating right, whatever it is. Get right back into it as soon as you possibly can. Number three is making sure that you are hydrating yourself to the max. Drink a lot of water. I promise you cannot overhydrate um, because that takes like a lot of water to overhydrate. So drink a ton of water and flush out your body the best way that our bodies know how to flush themselves out and that is by simply drinking water. And number four is eat those greens or take a green drink slash green powder. Um, Again, my favorite one from First Form will be linked down below and if you guys want to check it out and I have actually the link is for free shipping. So if you guys want that, you can use it. And 
let's see, what was number five? So yeah, number four, drinking all those greens. And then number five is go move your body. And again, this is not moving our body so that we can burn off the calories from the day before. This is moving our body to kind of just get things moving and to feel better after. So with that, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. As always, if you have any questions, feel free to head over to my Instagram at organicallyemma. Shoot me a DM over there. I'm happy to talk to you about whatever you are struggling with and we'll happily send you like 50 bazillion voice messages and probably call you on the phone too because I just like talking with people. Not in like a creepy way. Like I'll ask you for your phone number first. I'm not going to like stalk you. That's weird. Anyway, so yeah, that is uh, that is that. And also if you do have any other questions and don't feel like DMing me on the Instagram, my email is always down below and that is my business email. So you guys are more than welcome to email me any questions you have and it is completely confidential, completely between the two of us and that is it. This episode should be going live just soon after the new year, so I wanted to take a quick second to thank you guys for all of your amazing, amazing, wonderful, lovely support this past year, and I cannot wait to see all of the fun and amazing things that 2019 holds for all of us. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast if you are enjoying it so far because there is a ton more episodes coming in the coming months, and I cannot wait to continue sharing with you guys all this information, teaching, educating, and helping you guys live your best possible life. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and head on out, but have a wonderful rest of your day, evening, week, whatever you are doing, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Not Your Mother's Health Class Podcast. Once again, my name is Emma, and you can go and check out the show notes below for all of my links on social media and more. Have a wonderful day.